This is What's In with Olaplex. I'm your host, Danielle Frank. Together, we break down all things beauty, health, and wellness and discuss not just what's out, but also what's in. Today, I am joined by celebrity makeup artist, Jenna Christina, to dive into what's in and what's out with freckles. We discuss the faux freckle trend, natural makeup looks, and so much more. Jenna has been credited with several of Hollywood's most viral looks over her career. She is best known for amplifying her clients' natural beauty with a fresh-faced glow. Jenna is a brand ambassador for Maybelline New York. She also collaborates with world-renowned brands, and her work has appeared in fashion and beauty magazines. And if you want to stay on trend... Follow us at What's In Podcast on social media and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you, Jenna, for coming on the podcast today. How are you? Thank you, Danielle, for having me. I'm so good. The sun finally came out in Los Angeles, which is crazy to say, but it's here and I am happy. You know what? Sometimes you just need those bright, sunny days to get going. Yeah. So I want to talk about what was going on earlier this summer. You had put faux freckles on Megan Fox on the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. I did. You have to tell me, where did this look and this concept all come from? This was something that, you know, we haven't seen Megan in like um, a scaled back makeup look in, in quite some time, but this inspiration came from something that was like raw and like almost coming from the earth kind of a vibe. We were in the most beautiful location in the Dominican Republic and she is a force of nature. And so we wanted to really embody that. And for me, it meant scaling back so that it was really just about her. It wasn't about the makeup. It wasn't about the hair. It was definitely about her beautiful face and her hot body. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't deny that. But um, thinking of somebody that was like, abandoned on this island or shipwrecked or something like she's going to be sun-kissed and everything that happens when you're in the sun, like there's no denying you're going to get freckles. So it was something that I brought up to her and she actually was like, yeah, let's do it. And I have to say she's fully obsessed and is kind of still rocking them. She (laughs) looks stunning. Just like like a complete fresh face, which is... I mean, she's absolutely stunning, but normally you're very much used to having that glam look, not something that is so scaled back and it just breathed beautiful life into everything. It was gorgeous. There is a big freckle trend right now that is all over social media. (laughs) So what are your thoughts about this? Do you think this is something that just plays into it or is it really a bigger conversation about embracing one's natural skin type? You know, some have freckles, some don't, you know? Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. I think that people are, um, they understand the concept of being able to try different things and being able to really like play with who you are and not be set in stone. I think there's the idea that everything is beautiful. Everyone is beautiful. And like, you know, why not try it? 
it's not permanent. I mean, some people are doing it. Have you seen the people that are doing the freckle tattoos? Yes, I do. (laughs) Like that takes a lot of guts to steal. I'm not sure I would have that, but. (laughs) I have seen a few people where it looks really amazing. And my thought process is your skin on your face sheds so much faster than anywhere else on your body. And it's not really going as deep as an actual tattoo. So it really is not going to be permanent. It's just, you're not going to have to do it every day. I would definitely say the makeup trend is probably a little bit more attainable for sure. Totally. You know what's so funny is when I was younger, I had freckles and I hated them. I mean, that's the thing with most things about yourself when you're younger, like that makes you different. You're like, oh my God, why why me? Why do I have to look so different? But yeah, when I started doing makeup, it was always like full coverage. I wanted to cover them. And like now they're not as prominent to say, but like- I love them. I think it's so fun and it makes people unique. And then there's all these people that have like these models that are like super intense freckles and like it's captivating. Like so many people get stuff done and tend to look like each other. So it's, I think it's refreshing to see something that's like takes you out of the box, makes you stand out. Like it's something worth celebrating. Are you finding that there's a lot of people out there that are embracing that more than, or is it still that full coverage that's out there? You know, right now, I think that there's groups and I think that everything is popular. Some people like full beat. Some people like that really intense glam. I would say that I am seeing more of that natural beauty trend, really glowy skin. We're back to full eyebrows. Like last year, people tried taking them away. Do you remember that when they were doing the thin eyebrows? We're back. The full, fresh brows are still trending. Um, I think the natural beauty, it's almost like an ode to like your skincare regimen. It's like the new Hermes bag. It's like, hi, I'm fresh. This is me. I'm natural. Look how gorgeous I am. Yet for some reason, I feel like in order to get that beautiful, natural look, I do need a full beat. It's like... <laughs> I'm it's just so saying, <laughs> but like, for reals, like a lot of times we look at those faces and we think like, oh yes, no, they woke up this way. But really, it is yeah. sometimes it's a little bit it's more work, work yeah. in order to get there, right? Yeah, it is, and honestly, it's commendable. All these girls are able to do it so effortlessly, and they're so talented, and they they've been able to teach themselves how to do something that like so many professional celebrity makeup artists have spent years perfecting or trying to figure out how to give somebody the look of makeup or the look of no makeup, but having like using a million different things. I don't know. Maybe they have more time. They they've studied the craft. It's, it's incredible to me, honestly. But yeah, I was doing my makeup yesterday and I was doing a natural look and I was like, this is like 20 something products. (laughs) Right. But you know, also on top of that, there's so many products out there that like give that different texture or, or, or glow or matte or everything out there is now you can create all kinds of things. I mean, yeah. is there things that you were using in particular in order to create freckles? Cause that actually is, I'm curious about that because where do you go with that? Is it just powder? Is it a pencil or is it a combination? You know, it's kind of both because I like a layered look. I like something to look natural. And if something is the same tone, the same consistency, the same amount of opaqueness, 
it's not going to look natural. All your, your eyes are going to go straight to that. So it's actually like eyebrow pencils and they're so dainty and they're so tiny and you go in and then you go back in with like an eyebrow felt tip pen and then you like darken some of those little dots and then you can layer a little bit. Um, actually Megan taught me this recently where she'll go in with like a pointed Q-tip and just kind of like draw some on, but like perfectly place them. Very smart. And it's true. If you have every single piece look the same, I mean, naturally we have all different types of levels of, I guess, browns or whatever your freckle color is. That is so clever. I saw this crazy TikTok. Obviously, freckles truly are trending. So, and I think because they're in my sphere, I'm getting it a lot more. But I saw this girl and she was like, I'm not telling you to do this, but I was using my just for men on my brows and it accidentally fell on my bobby pin. And she was placing them on her face. So she was like actually staining her face. And it, I mean, she's so cute. Like I would do anything that she was saying, but it was like, oh, okay. Now she has a week's worth and doesn't have to do it every day, but with a tip of a bobby pin. I would be concerned with something that's more than I can just wash off, but in the same breath, you know, that, I mean, in all honesty, you could probably put some foundation over it if it gets a little bit much. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, I would be scared to do it because that one, like if, you know, sometimes you accidentally mess up and you have like a blob, you know, like when you're doing liquid eyeliner for the first face. time, <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh no, what? Now I look like a football player. What's happening? There's no going back. I did that yesterday. I was putting on mascara. I thought I gave it enough time to like you know, dry and everything. And I took a brush and I was just trying to blend out some stuff. Oh. And I just took a little clip of it and went <laughs> black, right? And Holy. it's always like when you're done and then you get this yeah. black across like, your face. My makeup is the best it's ever looked. <laughs> always, every time. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, so now I want to talk about what's out with freckles. What are your thoughts? What do you see that is out? I feel like saying something is out is such a bold statement because really the point of makeup is to express yourself and how you feel like you want to. So I wouldn't say anything's ever out. I think that people are going to do whatever they want. Um, For me personally, I think um, freckles are so in. The only thing I would say is like, let them go out. Like, let them be out. Let them see the sun. Let's show them off. Let's not cover them. But then at the end of the day, like if somebody wants to have a really clean face and they feel like covering them, go for it. Do it. I would just say, do whatever makes you happy and know that because it's makeup, you can do something different the next day and it's fine. Try things. I think it's really fascinating that freckles are becoming such a trend and everything I'm wondering where this is going to kind of develop into. In other words, are we going to be eventually not hiding at blemishes or other things that come up on our face, like allowing it to shine in? I mean, is the whole concept of maybe what's out is not feeling like you have to cover everything. Right. I would have to say that that trend has already started. There's so many brands, there's so many stores, there's so many things that 
they're actually showing people when they have spots or that have like full breakouts and it's actually being authentic. And I think that's what's in right now. I think being authentic to who you are and showing where you're at in life and showing that everything's not perfect and everything is just as it is. And and whatever makes you the realest version of yourself, I think that that's what's in. So yes, showing your hormonal breakout, showing if you actually have acneic skin, showing, I mean, I thought it was so beautiful when Winnie Harlow, who has vitiligo came out and wasn't covering it. I know so many people that have vitiligo and they spent years covering it. Like it was such a beautiful expression of like, wow, you're fully embracing who you are and hell yes, you should. I love that. I have seen a lot more people driving that message of acceptance of wherever you are that, and you're right, I don't think there is necessarily an out because in the long run, if you feel like you have to have a full beat face and that's what makes you feel okay on the inside in order to present to the world, like I would hate to find out that somebody was holding themselves back Mm -hmm. because they didn't want to show something on their face and they felt like they had to stick with a trend that wasn't working for them. Um, With that being said, I also really love that people are embracing that natural, that glowy, that um, in a strange way, I see it as a statement. When you are brave enough to go out there and just be like, hey, this is me, it gives that over to more and more people as you meet them. Yeah. And it's so funny because even the way that you're using the words when you say like, it's so brave to show your skin raw, like that's a programming from you when you were younger, like where it was like, I can't go outside unless I have my makeup on. I can't let people see me unless I have makeup on. And truly I was the same way. I used to have acne skin. That's how I got into being a makeup artist because I wanted to get people to look into my eyes and not my skin and not be able to see that. Um, And I worked at Mac where I wore 4,800 pieces um, just on my brows (laughs) alone. (laughs) You know, obviously I'm exaggerating. I respect that. (laughs) I respect that. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, there was so many times where I'd be like, oh, I can't run and go meet my friends right now because I don't have my full face on. And now sometimes it's, you know, the pendulum has swung the other way where it's like, people are like, oh my God, I haven't seen you with makeup on. It's just where I'm at. It is funny because I do think it is a little cyclical because there were times in my life that I never wore makeup ever. And then I got really into makeup, but I do find that now I'm 51 now. So my age, a lot of times makeup is almost like mandatory because, you know, all these different things, sunspots and, you know, discoloration of the skin, all those things become, oh, we're supposed to blur all that. With Mm -hmm. that being said, I can't help, at least on my social media. Yes, I do really do enjoy putting on makeup. It's fun. Yeah. But with that being said, I actually make it a point to go makeup free when I can to make sure people understand that like, this is okay. There's nothing wrong with this. But I think it's also a little bit for me as well. It's like setting an expectation if you always look the same. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. One of my friend's moms growing up, she was like, you know, if you always do the most, then when are you ever going to be able to dress it up? Ah, 
Wow. It kind of would stick with me because I did the most, which is, it was fun. Um, but it took a lot of time, a lot. <laughs> That's fair. So I never thought of it that way. You know, it's funny because when I was younger, I had a lot more freckles as well. I've been running around the neighborhood and, and you get the little freckles that go and they come and they go. Right. Do you feel that a lot of that also the freckles, and I think this is where I kind of dance the line. I think of the freckles as very youthful. Mm. And so I also think part of that trend is coming in because it is a little bit of a, oh, I want to seem younger and more fresh uh. in that way. So I'm wondering, like, again, I sit there and I look at different trends and I go in, out. I love the fact yeah. that it's embracing skin types that maybe were never represented before. But then I wonder, is it deeper in that? Maybe that we should be concerned that we're looking at age as well. I mean, hello, there is ageism. <laughs> so yes. And then here's the other thing, like freckles aren't perfect. And the way that we do it now is because we've like removed any imperfection and now we can place it perfectly. Is that why we like it? I don't know. You know, as much as it is like embracing something that's natural, there's so much of doing things to be able to take a photo, to be able to post it to be able to get validation, to be able to get recognition. We're all guilty of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Instagram's a beast, and now we have videos. and Filters exist for a reason. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm so guilty. I have to be honest. Like, do I feel better? Yes. And you know what? Sometimes I'm like, eh, I don't want to do it. But I get to choose because guess what? It's me. It's my platform. It's my face. It's my body. Sometimes I want to, and sometimes I'm feeling really super confident and I want to do that. And sometimes I'm not there and it's okay. I have, I would love your opinion on something because it is something that I've thought about a lot when it comes to makeup. I actually enjoy makeup. I think yeah. it's fun to play with. I, I like to see what I can do to almost change my face, even though I don't want to keep it that way or enhance things that I really like about my face and maybe diminish things I don't like. <laughs> but then you sit there and think, is that whole thing that feeling like I need to do something with my face is a conditioning that I shouldn't have? I know I grew up with the generation that you didn't show up to work unless you had makeup on. Like that was a requirement. Yeah. But nowadays, I feel like a lot more people are just embracing the fact that some people are choosing not to, and that's great. Yeah, some people just don't wear makeup, and it's fine. Right. But then I sit there to like, the fact that I like makeup, is that a commentary on the fact that I feel bad about myself? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, first of all, I think you would know. <laughs> I think you you would be like, uh, <laughs> I don't like me. I don't like me. I hate and then you'd put your blush on and then you'd be like, oh my God, I love myself. So I, I feel like you would know. Some um, days that's the way it is. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> I think sometimes we try to find reasons and we try to like look for the deeper meaning. And sometimes it just is. I appreciate that. Thank you. Because it is hard as you're looking at trends, and I, I definitely love looking at them. I think they're fun. Um, you start to go, do I fit in this? Yeah. Is this me? Do I identify here? I'll try it. Does it feel right? No. I mean, 
that's the beauty of it. It's a form of art. So would you tell a painter to paint the same exact way or to never do that? Or if you do this, then you mean this. It's like, I, I think we live in this age of like psychoanalyzing everything and like people finally talking about therapy and like, it's almost like, okay, we get it. But like, sometimes it just is. Sometimes I just like it. Sometimes I just don't. I think it's just about everybody understanding that that's our choice, right? Yeah. And in the long run, that's all that matters. 100%. I want to jump into what's in with freckles. Now, I would love to know what your thoughts are on on all that. We started to touch on that about all the different skin types that are out there that have freckles and what they're doing to really bring that out. It started out with just like one product where people were like, oh, I think it was like Freck Pen came out like five, I don't even know when, but they were the ones that started the the felt tip applicator of, and now there's so many different versions of it. And then there's also people creating their own, like I was telling you, like using hair dye, like that's dedication. Clever. That's clever. Also, yes, clever. Like people come up with these things because they don't have rules. The only way that you can come up with something so out of the box that nobody even put in your sphere is by having no rules and living by that. And I think that especially when it comes to makeup, especially when it comes to hair, when it comes to style, like the less rules, the better. You know, I and it makes me wonder again, like now that we've embraced this whole freckle trend and it's been around for a hot second. Totally. Like, where do you think it's going to go to next? Like, I mean, think outside of the box, Jenna. Like, where would you see it going? I mean, oh, you know what we have been doing too is uh, on a couple of my clients, like if they have a spot and it's just like, it's not going to go anywhere. Let's make it a mole. Let's make it a freckle. That's happened a few times. And it's undetectable unless you're a super fan and you're like, I've never seen that spot there before. Like, (laughs) But when you think about it, it's embracing. I mean, you think Cindy Crawford. You think, um, gosh, I think Marilyn Monroe had one, didn't she? Yes, she did. Yeah. But was Marilyn Monroe's drawn on? I think it was, yeah. I think it was too. Yeah. And you sit there and you wonder, you know, okay, so this isn't exactly a new trend. I mean, people were doing it. But then I'm also seeing people that are drawing on things that are maybe not as conventional. Like a heart? Yeah, like a heart. I've seen that. And I think it's adorable. Isn't that like French Revolution type thing that they used to do? The powdered face with the little heart in the corner by their eye. I mean, it could be a statement. It could be like sending love out. You know, who knows? It could also be like a conversation starter. Maybe somebody has like little bit of social anxiety, doesn't know how to talk to somebody, you can draw something on and people are going to be like, oh, what's that heart on your face? You know, I'm making stuff up obviously, but like, that's what comes to mind first. I mean, you know, when you do something that's a little bit out of the box, it's a lot of people saying like, oh my gosh, that is so cute. I want to try that. And it is, it's a conversation starter. Yeah. I mean, the the thing is, is like, you're never going to please everybody. That's just like the name of the game. So I had this idea of like, you know, when you were growing up and and you were like playing music or you would say a new catchphrase and then like your parents or your auntie or your uncle would be like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? And then 
you start aging and like, you know, that always happens. Yeah. Every generation has their lingo, their, their versions of whatever. And when I started being like, I don't get it. What does it mean? I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm the auntie now. <laughs> I'm of the age where I don't understand some of the things that the kids are doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely. But in the same breath, I'm also blown away by the audacity and the things <laughs> that they are trying. I mean, in all honesty, when I first heard about like the freckle trend, I just remember thinking, this is the weirdest thing I ever heard. Like really? my entire, like when I was younger, it was all about eliminating. You had to have yeah. flawless, like porcelain <laughs> skin. You did not flawless. have flawless, flawless. <laughs> or, you know, we're always told to put sunblock on. You don't want to show that you have any kind of whatever other than a really great tan. It was a strange time. Yeah. You know, stay away from the sun, but get a tan. Yeah. So <laughs> the baby oil. But, right. But now it's like the fact that they were painting it on, it was considered childish back in the day. Now it's like, ooh, you know, let's add this in. It's fresh. It looks very, um, yes, useful, but um, there's a slight innocence to it. Yeah. I mean, it's just been like so on my mind that like over-sexualization of the youthfulness. So are you not sexy if you're older are you sexy when you're a kid? Like, that's weird. Yes. That's absolutely. I don't know. Like, when you first said that, that came to my head and I was like, oh, God, do we have to be youthful to be sexy? I think no. Because it's funny because now as I age, you know, if I'm in the sun, I'm not really getting freckles on my face. I'm getting it on my arms and everywhere else, but not uh, on my face. But is that because you're using, you're wearing a hat 24-7 when you're in the sun and it's not touching I do face? wear a hat a lot. I do yeah. wear, I do. And I, and I do put some, I do, I live in the South. So I live in Florida. Yeah. So we have a lot of sun here, but it is interesting just that whole balance of, what is it? Like, is it about being, oh, I go out in the sun and I get fresh air and everything like that? Or is it the youthfulness? It's a deep dive question, but I do think that it's really important to drive it home that, you know, your skin texture is your skin texture. It's okay if it has freckles or if it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like less about the freckles and less about the spots. It's more about my pore size, to be honest. <laughs> That's the thing that I would be like. I, and meanwhile, I, is there a problem with the fact that you have larger pores? You sit there and you're like, those are vital to your skin health. You know? Yes. <laughs> that is always my main concern. It's like, okay, my eyebrows are so light. I think that I feel more confident, more beautiful, more at peace with myself the older I get. And to me, that's sexy. So like, oh, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like I can be freer. There's so many things where like it's stripping back, it's scaling back and like coming back to who I am, who I was born to be, who I've always been and being like, oh, you know what? I love her. Yes. And that's sexy. There you go. There's our in right there. That's our what's in. <laughs> and if I could take this kind of confidence that I have at this age and comfortability where, yeah, it is a hell of a lot more sexy. Um, it's more beautiful because I feel more comfortable in my skin now. If I could take all that and insert it in my 20-year-old body, uh, the amount of <laughs> happiness I would have had 
for that span is incredible. And if I could somehow with like any listeners that are in their teens or in their 20s, like the power of embracing and owning what you were born with, which is amazing. And yeah, you want to play with makeup? You want to add freckles? You want to do it? That is whatever floats your boat for you. And I'm not saying like, no, you should never do anything cosmetic or no surgery or whatever. Like still at the end of the day, if that makes you feel like who you really see yourself as, like also do that. There's no shame in that. So many people have done things like, I left my fake boobs when I had them for so long. I unfortunately felt like they were making me sick. So they're not here anymore. (laughs) I always say, I love my Botox and filler. Yes. Makes me feel more like myself. Less yes. like something that I didn't recognize. So yeah. yeah, when you look in the mirror and you don't recognize yourself or you see yourself as a different, in a different way, or like, I think that whatever makes you feel best about yourself, like no shade, yeah. be you and whatever like version of you is you. So that means if you have gorgeous freckles, now yeah. granted, even if you think they're not gorgeous, you might be surprised. They're unique. And I think that is also the beauty of if you happen to have that gift where you have these natural, beautiful freckles on your face. like Or you're living the most beautiful life where you're out in the sunshine and you get to play and frolic and experience the earth and what the sun has to offer. And then you get a little gift on your way out, which happens to be freckles. Like, how cool. that analogy. That is so great. I love (laughs) that. It's like, it's basically the same thoughts or feeling as I have about like my smile lines or whatever. Sometimes I hate them because I'm like, oh, those didn't used to be there. And then sometimes I'm like, wow, how blessed am I? I've had a life filled with joy and laughs and smiles, you know, obviously lots of tears too, but like they're there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like I laughed a lot. I still do. I love laughing, (laughs) but you know, like switching, everything's about perspective. It's about making yourself feel more like you. Yeah. So Jenna, I would love to find out for anybody that really wants to, for the first time, put freckles on, like where do they even start? I mean, do they already start with the full face makeup and then apply? Or is it something that you can just go right onto a naked face? Well, they would want to decipher what kind of look they're going for. If they're going to do a bare, fresh face makeup look with freckles, then I would I would start without any makeup on. And to be honest, sometimes it's more about practice. It's the same thing with liquid eyeliner. It's it's about practicing. Like everyone's like, oh, teach me, teach me. I, I can give you tools, but really it's about practice. Um, so starting with a fresh bare face, maybe just hydrated so that you can practice and finding which tool works for you. Like have an eyebrow pencil, have some powder, have a light felt tip pen, you know, like try different things like um, an eyeshadow with a tiny brush and water, try different versions, see what works best for you because it's a different way of moving your hand. So I would say just practice drawing circles, practice doing dots, see what it looks like. If the way that you're doing it or the product that you're using, you can use it like a stamp. So that's what people are doing. Do you know that with when they apply the circles and then they use their fingertip and press it, it's not only taking some of the color away, but then you're using it as a stamp. And so you go like there and it transfers. 
That is so clever. And then you're having different levels of, yeah. of intensity. Yeah. And then you're getting layered effect. That is clever. <laughs> it is. It's really clever. So you could still do that with a full face. Yeah, totally. I would just say if you have a higher skill set, then try it when you already have it and you have to go somewhere. I never want to try something new when I have to be somewhere because I feel time pressure, time restraints. I feel like, oh my God, if it doesn't work, what will I look like? I'd say do it on your free time. A lazy Sunday. I love it. Jenna, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm your host, Danielle Frank. What's In With Olaplex is produced in partnership with Olaplex and Frequency Media. Lizzie Stewart is our producer. Emily Krumberger is our associate producer. Ina Garkusha is our supervising producer. And Michelle Quarry is our executive producer. These episodes are recorded by Dante Hodge and mixed by Matthew Ernest Filler and Claire Bidigari Curtis. Development and strategy by Jessica Olivier, Sara Naz Jababayi, and Sarah Adams. 